if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. So welcome again to, I think, what's episode four now of um, digital marketing or marketing ear biscuits. Um, Jay here from BidPixel and actually got Chris Mott with us today. Um, one of our amazing staff. So welcome, Chris. It's good to um, good to have you along. How are you going, Ben? Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Awesome. So Dave, who I'm normally on with, but he's actually um, he's on a trip, so visiting clients up in the Northern Territory. So um, so I've got the show today, which is great. So today, what we want to talk about is um, I actually just want to interview Chris. So Chris has been with us here for. What, a year now? Almost, yeah. Only a few weeks short of a year, yeah. Yeah, and just a little bit about his journey, what his role is here um, at BidPixel. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, as an, as, um, as an agency, um, we just want to give some advice. If we, you know, so I'm going to talk to Chris about, you know, if he was to give one piece of advice to somebody looking into digital marketing, what would that be? And, um, and also want to talk about what makes this platform great. Um, and we'll talk about, we'll probably touch base on some ethics around that as well. So um, let's get into it. So Chris, tell us a bit about, you know, what's your role here at BidPixel? What do you, what do you do day to day? So day to day, my uh, current role is account manager. Um, you know, one of the grunt, the worker bees, um, handling a handful of the clients now, uh, managing their ad accounts, um, basically, you know, from the top down, we're charged with maintaining and also having the input of the uh, campaign structure on an account, um, building out audiences, and then obviously monitoring uh, and measuring the creative content as well. Liaising directly with the customers, which is awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's great to actually talk to these business owners and really sort of put yourself in their shoes and get a feel for what they're going through on a day-to-day basis and how what I'm doing, you know, correlate to that and interacts with what they're, what they're trying to achieve as a, as a business owner. So um, really it's just sort of, you almost feel like one of the staff, you know, just out of the office for the day sort of thing, you know, a lot of these businesses that we work with, which is really good. Um, and yeah, so managing the creative content as well, you know, copywriting and then on the, the grant work side of it, it's really just analyzing and measuring, you know, using the tools that we've got at our disposal to, to monitor the performance, you know, even away from an econ business, just as a simple metric as getting a purchase, you know, are we doing it cost effectively? What are our CPMs? What are our click-through rates? How many people are we getting in front of? Um, you know, measuring audience saturation and overlaps to make sure that we're we're using the right targeting methods for, for different verticals with uh, obviously being across different verticals as well with multiple clients in multiple industries. Um, you know, the results aren't always the same for every business. Um, so learning that side of things is, is really interesting as well. And all it does is just, you know, it gives us, gives us a better insight of what we would consider uh, an account that's performing uh, or underperforming, you know, as the reality is sometimes it's just it's the way business goes. And we sort of, we ride the ups and downs um, and just make sure that we're always across it. Yeah. Awesome. So what I love is that, um, you know, one thing we, I guess we charge all of our staff with is operate an account as if you are that, you know, that business owner, you know, you're managing, you know, their money and you, and you know, 
as a business owner, you want to make sure that you're getting the best return on investment um, and understand what that what that investment and what that return needs to be. Um, you know, and seeing Chris and the rest of our team do that is just so amazing day in, day out. And the rapport that, you know, that Chris has with his clients is amazing. Um, so tell me, what's a bit about your background? You know, where, where do you come from? What's um, pre-BidPixel? What were you pre, doing? Pre-BidPixel, um, not too far removed in terms of the marketing um, side of things. So in the early 2000s, started an apprenticeship uh, as a graphic reproduction artist. So I was a, a Photoshop retoucher, effectively, in the uh, commercial printing industry. Um, did a few years. Um, working for a pretty big company in Sydney, um, cut my teeth there, which was awesome. We were actually one of the largest pre-press, privately owned pre-press companies in the Southern Hemisphere. So definitely spot for choice as an apprentice, um, all the resources, all the tradesmen. Uh, from there, moved to a smaller offset printing company uh, and then eventually found my way into an agency uh, in Sydney that was managing fast-moving consumer goods. Uh, so FMCG packaging, uh, predominantly working hand in hand with Nestle Australia. And what we were tasked with there was the, the finished art and print ready side of, um, of Nestle, Australasia, even Oceania, so throughout the Pacific Islands and New Zealand as well, you know, taking a, a design concept uh, and spreading it across an entire generation um, of products ready for print in 11 different locations around the world and then shipped back to Australia to a, uh, put on the shelves in Woolies and Coles uh, and everywhere else you see Nestle products. Um, so that gave me a really good insight into um, the sort of psych of, you know, the, the psychiatry side of, of um, consumerism in Australia, especially, you know, so everything we were doing was always 10 to 12 months in advance, you know, and watching the way some of these agencies work in terms of, how we present a product and how we present a, uh, a brand and position ourselves for 12 months down the track of what the consumer is actually going to want. You know, it's almost like looking into the future. So that gave me a real love for, for marketing in general um, and seeing, you know, the physical side of that return as well. Um, and then from there, moved to from Sydney up to Queensland where I'm currently living now uh, and managed uh, went back to another small print operation and managed a, uh, a print shop on the Sunshine Coast for a couple of years and eventually found my way here through a network of friends and um, you know I, I, I really enjoy not just a design aesthetic around marketing and advertising but also functionality and I think the best part about what I'm doing now is we really have the best of both worlds you know it is a very creative and and visceral experience with Facebook, but also it combines that with a solid functionality of, you know, I can physically say what I'm doing is having an impact uh, in the marketplace and for my customer. Um, you know, the one big downside with the traditional forms of media, which we will never do away with, and I use print as an example, that's my background. You know, you can print 100,000 flyers for gym memberships and put them in, you know, all the letterboxes of people within 15 kilometres of the gym but you're never going to know who's looked at it. You're never going to know who's actually converted by looking at that flyer and what part of, you know, that marketplace you've actually hit with your product, you know, but what we're seeing now is that that advertising world is changing and people want to know, they want that transparency. And, you know, and I think the Facebook platform especially offers that next level of, you know, it's not just a case of advertising is a net cost of my business. I can track a real result these days. You know, and I think that's that's amazing, and, and I'm you know I'm grateful for the chance to be able to be a part of something like this too, and then just 
every day is a new experience and, and always learning something more. You know, you're never too old to learn. Absolutely. So now that's kind of thing. We'll touch a little bit on that attribution again a bit later on yep. as we go on. So what I want to ask is some advice. So, you know, um, you know, we talk to, you know, we have people in businesses reach out to us all the time and, mm. and, you know, wanting to know, you know, what our services are, what we can offer, um, if they can work with us. Um, and, you know, me and Dave have mentioned over the last few episodes that sometimes we do say no and, um, to clients. So if you were to give, you know, one or two pieces of advice to, to a client, whether working with them or not, or I guess particularly if, if a business wants to get started, you know, they want to dip their toes into advertising on Facebook or Instagram or messenger, um, chatbots, whatever it might be. What's the one piece of advice that, that you, you know, you could give to help them on their way and get that journey started? Get that going. Yeah, that's a good one. I think there's probably two that sort of go hand in hand. Um, you know, it's what I've experienced in the last sort of 12 months is the first one, you know, engaging the Facebook platform, whether it be through an agency or not, I think as a business owner, you know, you really want to have at a minimum a basic understanding of what you're actually looking at, you know? So the good thing with Facebook is it offers a lot of training tutorials, you know, with the Facebook blueprint courses and everything else that's easily digestible for anybody not in the marketing space. You know, if you're, you're a business owner, you, you should have a, a good understanding of, of your business as a whole on your marketplace and also what you would need to do to find your ideal customer. So when you're looking at, you know, in terms of Facebook, how does this platform, you know, relate to my business would be the first thing. So diving into the platform at a very high level with some basic tutorials, just to get an understanding of what the platform actually offers um, would be straight off the bat, a no brainer, you know, and then, and then from there you can make a decision about whether you, you have the time to actually do it. You've got somebody in house that can do it or do you outsource to an agency. But I think a very basic understanding of what the platform actually is and does um, is a must. The second one would be sort of targeted at people that have have gone through that first step in that journey. And and one thing I've I've seen actually in the last couple of weeks, especially, is um, a lot of comments I'm getting from potential customers that I've spoken to, and also new customers, uh, also current customers, is how often should I be using Facebook? You know, they see their Facebook page and their and their business manager ad account on Facebook as two separate entities, which they kind of are, you know, in a certain way, but the one thing I always say to them is it needs to be organic. That's what your Facebook page is designed to do. You know, it needs to be organic. If you can only post once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, then do that. You know, once a month is better than forcing yourself to produce some content every week just for the sake of producing content, because what's going to happen is you start to lose that luster and what you're actually trying to achieve by posting organic content no longer seems organic. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be another, another big thing too. So sort of two parts to the answer there with targeting at two different areas of, of people, but that, that would be my, my two big pieces of advice for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. I was talking to, um, to a business we've been working with for a while now, um, just yesterday. And, um, she's actually someone, I think we've spoken about as well, the way, um, a couple of days ago about how we actually said no to her, that we didn't believe her business yeah. was ready to, um, yeah, ready for us really. You know, we there was more that she could do um, that would be cheaper rather than engaging an agency. 
and and simple things that we believe that you know she should really have um have sorted out you know make sure stock's ready make sure the website is um you know is great you know and those sorts of things um but in my conversation yesterday we also talked literally what you said then about you know facebook blueprint courses um you know whether you know she works with us or not which you know she will come on board you know, in the next few months um you know i suggested look at those facebook blueprint courses upskill yourself so that you know, when you do work with an agency, whether that's us or someone else, you can actually hold them accountable. You know, you know Definitely. enough to be dangerous. Yeah, um, it. you know, it's it is a very fast-moving platform, but there are tools out there that um that are so e- as you said, easily digestible that you can um you know, jump in, you can do a, a quick fifteen-minute module and understand how you know, custom audiences work or those yeah. sorts of things. It's, a, it's just a really great asset and um and insight to have and even if you only you know through digesting uh, even half of that content if you can come up with half a dozen questions that you think matter to you when you are an engaging engaging agency like you say you can be dangerous you can ask those questions yeah you can actually put them on the put the put put them on the back foot you know say well what about this or what about this and you know it it what it does is it presents the opportunity for for the agency to not be able to pull the wool over your eyes effectively yeah yeah um, absolutely. So that's great. So the other thing I want to talk about is um, what 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 makes this platform great. So I guess in this scenario, we want to talk about um, you know Facebook, Instagram, um, Messenger, WhatsApp. You know the Facebook ecosystem. Mm. Um, what makes this platform great? And I guess one thing I wanted to um, I guess to go back to is something that you touched on before about that. Um, the ability for attribution and for reporting and analytics on ads that are being shown um, and current progress. Um, one thing that I love about it is the ability to, you know, when someone sees an ad, that's immediately registered. We can see the reach, how many people your ads actually you know, reached per day, um, per hour. Um, you can break it down to um, where they were, what what their locations were in Australia. That's state by state, um, which platforms they um, they saw an ad on, um, devices, which, what, yeah, what type just, of device yeah. they were on, whether it's an Android smartphone, a, an iPhone, a um, a tablet, desktop, um, other. You know, there's all those sorts of yeah. things available, um, which is the the fact that that's native and that's just part of it is really good you know i know you mentioned about print media where um you know one practice for uh, which if you're not doing now if you're advertising you know uh, in the newspaper or you know print media and, and you're putting an e- an email out there or a phone number look into registering a specific phone number for that medium so that you know if someone's calling that phone number they've called called you directly off of that you know that investment that you made so um and same thing for tv you know there's a um the ability to to quickly fire up a you know one three hundred number or an additional mobile phone number um you know when you're running a you know a ten thousand dollar tv commercial run um just so that you can purely track what what your return is off that is a really handy thing to do and the same thing how that's built into the digital platforms you know, natively where you can see those exact results is really powerful. 
So for me, that's one thing that makes it great, the ability to um, attribute results directly to, to ads and your marketing efforts is amazing. What, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, anything like, else that you see? Yeah, I, and like I say, I mean, the, you know, I love the word granularity. I mean, that's just, you know, the ability to see, as you say, you know, right down to what device and what time of the day, you know, which is awesome. And one thing that I really like about that factor is also the analytic side of it. So not just being able to track, you know, a conversion or an attribution through what you're actually doing, but actually to get a better understanding of, you know, where your market is. Because a lot of the time, you know, you might find, oh, I'm selling, you know, shoes for kids aged seven to 10, you know, so my target market is going to be parents around schools or whatever, but it might not be. It might be, you know, something completely left of field that you haven't otherwise thought of, but the ability to be able for Facebook to be able to tell you, you know, the bulk of your traffic comes at nine o'clock at night from 47 to 55 year olds on iPhones, you know, that might totally change your idea of who your customer actually is. So the flexibility around that analytics to be able to discover new and potential audiences, um, you know, also offers up, you know, other business opportunities outside of Facebook too, you know, it might actually present, you, you might be thinking up of an idea to target a different section of the market that you've otherwise left untapped, but you're actually prime positioned because, you know, 40% of your audience on Facebook actually fits that, that criteria that you're trying to expand into. Um, and then the flexibility around that, what Facebook has to offer in terms of retargeting and, you know, just using that, all that information. And we talk about Facebook being an information beast and it really is. I think people just, and even we do it sometimes. I know I do it definitely. And I forget how much information I have at my fingertips to be able to pull at any one point in time to yeah. use for a specific purpose. Absolutely. So one thing that's amazing is where you can, um, again, with a client recently, we're able to go through and, and just looking at the, the demographics of the users that are on her page that follow her page um, and, and the demographics of where the ads are being shown showed a very clear picture of, of who her target audience is. Um, and she actually thought it was slightly different. You know, in, at the end, we found out that her target audience was predominantly, um, I think it's 25 to 44 year old females who were married and had a postgraduate degree. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it equated for somewhere like 85% of conversions came from that demographic. So it made sense then to kind of go, okay, let's, let's really hone in on this audience and let's hone in on our marketing um, and get, make sure the messaging was really on point. Um, and it was just a really fantastic insight that um, the digital allows you to have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome. Um, other than that, I think that, you know, episode four, um, I'm pretty pumped. I know it's, um, we've been working on that for, for a while now and I'm excited to see what, what the next episode brings. So Chris, thanks so much for your time. Um, I know. No, thank you. Um, and we'll be back again tomorrow. As far as I understand, <laughs> well, while Dave's living up in the Northern Territory. That's it. Um, awesome. So thanks guys for listening into digital or to marketing e-biscuits. Um, hope you found some value in this and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Cheers.